Blog Talk Radio.
Well, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning to another happy, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy Mother's Day to so many all over the world. They've been uh, just celebrating this weekend Mother's Day anniversaries. They've been celebrating prom, send-offs, you name it. This has been a uh, a weekend of celebration. But you know what? Today's message is going to be a, 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 a bittersweet somebody, even if it's just one or two or even a hundred or even a million. Somebody's had a different experience during this Mother's Day, and we're going to encourage them. Minister Sylvia, are you available to pray for Minister Margo? Um, the program, and those that have been in the celebratory uh, stature all weekend and those that wish they could be. Yes, I'm able to pray. Um, I'm sorry, you asked me to pray for Minister Margo, the program, and who else? For those that um, wanted, would love to be celebrating the Mother's Day, uh, for various reasons, and those that are in the program, yes, ma'am, and my minister okay. Margo. But we definitely Thank don't you. want to leave out those people that are like, I haven't been celebrating anything. <laughs> but they still could be a mother. Thank you. Okay. Father God, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for letting us on the day of celebration of being a mom to be allowed to be on a Sunday. The same day that, Lord, we celebrate you, we are being able to celebrate ourselves as mothers or those that are our mothers. God, we thank you for this opportunity to be a mother and not an other. We thank you for the opportunity to say to the mom, you have did a great job. And for those that have not had a chance to hear, they've done a great job. We want to say, God, touch their hearts and minds to let them Understand the gift that you have given them, the opportunity to love a gift from you, oh God. God, we want to say thank you for the ones that desire to be a mom, but for whatever reason they're not. They may be an auntie mother, a godmother, a, a person that sits back and say because of not having an open womb, I'm not a mom, but God, we just ask you for whatever the reason is, God, to bless them too. Open their wounds, oh Lord. God, let them continue to be the AT mom. Let them continue to be the sister mom. Let them continue to be the mother that you have put in place that some cannot talk to their mom, but they may be the mother that the child steps to, the stepmom, the grandma. Or whatever kind of mom you put there, God, we just ask you. God, I don't even know. Just say it. Sometimes we have others that desire to be mothers, but for whatever the reason is, it's not happening. God, we just ask you to comfort their hearts and minds. God, we just thank you for the opportunity to pray for Minister Margo, to just ask you to continue to heal, 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 heal. Heal, heal her body, oh God. 
Heal her spirit. Heal her mind. God, keep her faith strong and up in you, O oh God. God, keep her knowing and believing and understanding you are God. And everything that happens, happens for a reason, God. And we're going to trust you regardless of what we think or feel. But, God, is your will, your way. God, I ask you to tr- bless and keep this ministry, Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. God, we ask you to keep it blessed. We ask you to keep it faithful. We ask you to keep the ministers and the speakers that's on this program focused on you, oh God. God, we just ask you to keep them in the place of, yes, Lord, saying it every day, saying it all day, yes, Lord. God, we thank you for Pastor Troy Thomas, oh Lord. Keep touching and healing his body, oh God. Keep him focused, oh God. God, I want to put Jamal Thomas on the prayer list, God. Ask you to touch his heart and his mind. That not only do he believe, receive, and remember, but he walk into the prophecy that was spoken over his life, oh God. God, I ask you to touch and bless every person that went on the prom over this weekend, God. We saw several prom members go off. We set them off, God. We joined together. We came to celebrate them, oh God, including the ones on Facebook and TikTok and everything else, oh Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to be a part of that part of their lives that they would never forget, oh God. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for the ones that received them. Thank you for the ones that came. Thank you for the blessing that they received for us of getting families to come together to celebrate one another, oh God, while yet they're still alive, God. For those that mothers have gone on to be with you, oh Lord, comfort their hearts on a day, God. Let them know that you haven't forgot about them, that their season had been fulfilled. It was time for them to come back home to you, oh Lord. God bless them, bless us, that they'll have our moms here that we walk around carrying and wearing the white flower. Bless us on the day, O oh God, to let us know that your plan was better than ours. For those that's wearing the red rose, pink rose, whatever it is that they're wearing, the flower to, to celebrate the life of their mom, O oh God, bless them. Bless them that they're being a true child to the woman. Bless the woman that they're being a true mother to the child. God, let them be a virtuous woman. Let them be the woman that's needed in this season. God, you said for every season, we have a season. For every season we have, God, let us walk into it. God, I just ask you to bless Apostle-elect, her house, her household, her, her children, children, bless her son. I said her children because her son has a wife, so let's consider her children. Bless their children. Bless the baby to come. Bless my nephew Juan and his newborn baby with his wife raising. Bless him and his children. God bless my son. Thank you for the time that he spent with me yesterday. That was the best present he could have gave me, was spending time with me. 
sometimes, God, we have to understand it's not about the money or the place or the time that you go places. Just the time you spend is sometimes the most valuable gift you can give. And in Jesus' name, I pray these things and so it. Amen. Amen. I'm going to do something strange that's different. So I don't know where um, Stan Wright Sr. is, but I wanted to give him a shout-out. He did something um, yesterday morning that was beautiful. I was I was barely um, awake, but I was at my sister and, and his house. And not only did he bring my sister her favorite cookies, he brought her balloons, um, and he bought her flowers. My mother always said, bring me my flowers while I'm alive. And somebody didn't get balloons for Mother's Day. Somebody didn't get candy or even cookies for Mother's Day. Somebody didn't get flowers for Mother's Day. And so I want to talk to you in a different way, and I'm going to bring it all together at the end of this message. And I wanted to throw in, because I was there, he brought me flowers for Mother's Day. Now, sometimes... You won't even know that a person cares because they may not say it. But, boy, you better know sometimes they can do it. Love is an action word. I just thought I'd put that out there for those of you that don't understand the love language of people is so different. And sometimes people can have so many things going on in their mind and their heart until they don't even know they love you too. Oh, that's a whole other message. Okay. So let's get to today. What do you all think about how King Charles was booed? What do you think about what it symbolized? Is there anyone on the line that would like to Share with me what you think about the fact that some of the people that he um, has a type of rule over as a king, he was booed and what it symbolized. Anyone? Set in your mind about how not only as the king he was booed, how many mothers? have been booed? Mm. How many wives have been booed? How many of you have done all that you can, but God still needs to perfect you in your motherhood? He still needs to perfect you in your spousal thing. Symbolizes when a mother or a father feels rejected. Esther 4 and 11 NIV says, All kings, officials, and the people of the royal province know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being 
summoned that king has but one law, that they be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. But 30 days have passed, called to go to the king. Some people have been rejecting the king. Some people have been rejecting the mother. Some people have entered the very courtroom, the inner court, without being summoned. Some people have not even realized that they've rejected Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Leviticus 24 and 16 says, Whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord must surely be put to death. The whole assembly must surely stone him, whether he is a foreign resident or native. If he blasphemes the name, he must be put to death. How many people have blasphemed their king? have blasphemed their queen, has blasphemed Jesus. According to the Old Testament, they should be put to death. In Germany, if you defame um, the king, they're saying um, if you insult them, you decriminalize them, whatever, whatever you do, it's a crime. And you should at least get three months to five years in prison. In Greece, if anyone insults the king, they should get three months. They can even seize all of your property for insulting the president. In Iceland, Article 101, the penalty for insulting the president or someone that exercises the presidential power the penalty is twice as severe for those that are for normal people, except for four years in prison. Wow. It is considered that if you insult or defame the director against even the president's closest relative, not just the president, that it's considered that you were sending your insults to the very king in his house. And the punishment is to add an additional one and a half of whatever the penalty is. In Italy, anyone offending the honor and the prestige of the president of Italy, they go to prison for one to five years. Mm-hmm. And if that offense makes the press, it's up to six years. If you say a derogatory message, <clears throat> an insult is considered the same thing. And stain, it might be a surprise to you, but the very attempt to be unfair is something that um, something you would have to deal with. But in when you're talking about the sovereignty and dignity 
of the king and the members of the royal family, we get two years of imprisonment. Hmm. So how many have forgotten that they married a queen on this Mother's Day? How many have forgotten that a queen mothered their child? How many have forgotten that although that king may not be doing what he wants to do, when you boo him in his symbolic position, it symbolized that you rejected him and that you booed him. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm asking God to work on me because I am tired of hearing and seeing people boo my king, Jesus Christ. And some of us better get tired of rejecting the kings and queens that God has given us. Whether you're doing it in behavior, words and actions, or whatever. You may not want to say, I'm sorry, because sorry has a whole uh, type of uh, undermining to it. But you could surely say, I apologize. I apologize for how I made you feel. I apologize for how I made you not feel. Because did I make you feel loved or unloved or rejected? See, when we reject something, that means we're dismissing them. We're, we're saying you're not of any importance to me. You're refusing them, the very idea of them. But see, when you accept something, you consent to it. You receive it. You welcome it. You gain from it. You obtain from it. You acquire something. You affirm that you accept that offer and that proposal. Hmm. Let me say, some of you all have already forgotten that you said, I will love you until death do you part. That's a whole other message, too. But I just want to take some people back to that uh, thing that they call marriage proposals. I think you need to go back and read it again. I'm not talking about if you were divorced. I'm not talking about if you're still married. I'm talking about in general. You didn't say you were going to love and, and, and respect them and honor them until divorce. You said you were going to love and honor them until death do you part. There was no affirmation made when you divorced, but you did make an affirmation when you got married. So I want you to go back and look at that pledge because, see, God talks about those that make a vow. And just because you divorced someone does not mean that you didn't make that vow. I just thought I'd throw that in there. So let's get back to the message. So when we look at First Peter 2 and 4, it says, As you come to him, a living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him talking about how precious Jesus is to God. Isaiah 53 and 3, he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and he held them in low esteem. Who are you despising? 
Who are you holding in low esteem? Who are you causing pain and suffering because you've rejected them or they feel rejected by you? Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. But whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me. Talking about rejection. So if you're rejecting a man or a woman of God, do you think you may be rejecting God? And is that really who you're rejecting? Mm, That's a whole other message. John 1, verses 11 through 12, is the most famous input of scriptures of rejection. It says, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. How many of you are getting rejection for the person that should be receiving you or the people? How many of you are getting rejected from your own? John 15 and 18. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. That's God saying. But as many as received him, mm, so there are some that are receiving him. See, both acceptance and rejection are part of life. I know you don't want to hear this on this Mother Day, but I need you to know it's a part of life. And if you feel in accepted, it's a part of life. And if you feel in rejected, that's a part of life. You're in good company. Jesus was accepted and still is, and he's been rejected and still is. So you're in good company. So why are you wasting your life and your time worrying about and trying to buy somebody's love? Ooh, my God. Ha! Woo! Hallelujah! Yeah, worrying about who's accepting you and who's rejecting you when God has already told you that you're mentally torturing and stressing yourself. Because you want somebody to love you. You want somebody to respect you. You want somebody to honor you. Well, they did it to Jesus. Do you know how many people tell me with their mouth that they love me? And they tell me with uh, their actions that they love me, but they can verbally reject me? I'm in good company. So I'm learning to They're they're booing me in their very attitude of how they try to handle me. But we show people how to handle us. Uh, My uh, sister, Minister Sylvia, and and, um, even a friend of hers are constantly saying, and it's true, and I've been saying it all my life, uh, my sister, Minister Mia, always laughs at me about it. I'm like, okay, you're lost, and I mean it. You're lost. Because if you're rejecting me, you're rejecting the God in me. I'm not going to agonize over what and who are rejecting me. It's part of life. Again, it's inevitable. It's a part of life. Yeah, I know, I know, I know you love him. You love her. Yeah, I know. But it's a part of life. And that's the part of life that many of us, Lose it over. But I love them. 
I love him. I love her. And they said this, and they said, people are human. Years ago when I went to, uh, we were all going around getting prophetic words spoken to our life. And I'll never forget Prophet Kelly said, Cecilia, right when I was leaving, she had already prophesied to me. She had already spoken to me. She said, ah, hold on. I'm going to write down something for you, and I need you to remember this for the rest of your life. And she wrote down and said to me, Cecilia, allow people to be human. And that means we have to allow people to walk away and we have to allow people to stay. Because, see, when those vows said, I love you until death do us part, there's a lot of people now waiting for death. They're pardoned before then. And some of them try to come back. You know, I know somebody who left somebody, and then when they were all hurt and debilitated, and the person brought them back and said, you can have them. And you can even remember that from the Tyler Perry movie when the man left his wife, and um, Medea went in there and sawed up the furniture and all of that. And then when he was all broke up, the woman brought him back. Oh, and I forgot to say he ran out of money, but that's a whole other thing. But as Minister Sylvia was praying, it's not about the money. Some people can treat you really good, and they're not a millionaire or a billionaire, but the way that they treat you is much better than anything that you could truly ask for. And sometimes we look so hard at the little things that they do wrong, and it may be many, that we forget about the balloon. We forget about the cookie. We forget about the flowers. We forget about the times that they served us food. They didn't just cook it, but they brought it to us. We forget about the times that they shared the food that was bought for them with you. Forget about all of the times that you may have walked by and you rubbed their feet or you, you scratched on their head or the times that you were down and they prayed for you and they encouraged you. You forget about the times when they were sick in their bodies and they got up and they cooked for you. They brought you water. You forget about the time that they didn't understand or even like what you were saying, but they stayed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's feeling rejected us today. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who all this message is for today and in the archives, I don't know. But I know God is telling you to start looking at the many times that someone did something for you, for you, for you. Mm, I know it looks better on the other side. I know the grass looks greener on the other side, but it looks greener only because you're not looking. I was watching a movie called Hypnotic. 
And the lady said to the man, she said, look close. Because what he thought he was seeing, he wasn't seeing. Ah, get out of Get out of Many of us aren't seeing what we got. Many of us aren't seeing who we got. That I'm outside. There are mothers out today that are alone. But you got somebody right there with you. And yes, I know you can have someone with you, but they still not be with you. I know that. I know that. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about those of us that God has symbolically sent you someone to show you them. Although God is perfect, you with, they may not be perfect. Those people you're with, they may not be perfect, and more than likely they're not. So the grass that looks greener on the other side that you want to reject what you got for, shame on you. Shame on you. Think about the loyalty and the devotion that they gave to you all these years. I was talking to Minister Sylvia about how I remembered how she was out of work for uh, more than 12 years and how God sustained her. How many of you have God constrained? He is not only constrained the enemy, but he's did things to take care of you that restrain the hands of the enemy. How many of you, so many people made you promises and didn't keep any of them, but somebody was always there for you. You had a pillow to lay your head on. Mm. You had food to put in your stomach. You had flowers. You had balloons candy. You had whatever, whatever, whatever. How many got a massage one time when your back was really hurting? Hey, can I more say? My God. Uh, I am so grateful that all the time that I booed God, all the time that I rejected him and thinking what it looked like on the other side, was better. There's a wake-up call because some of you going to get on the other side and you're going to find out that that green was just a mirage. It was camouflage. thing that changes colors to get what it wants. Mm. How many of you had someone tell you something and make it sound good just to get what they want? Well, my mother showed me what a wife and mother is. Because many times I had the nerve to ask my mother about my father. And I wanted to know why she dealt with what what she dealt with. And sometimes some of the answers she gave me didn't make any sense. But now that I'm older, and now that because of God I'm wiser, 
I understand why the many reasons that she stayed when many of us thought she should have left. On this Mother's Day, how many of you are staying? Even when other people don't understand, God has stayed with us. And many of us don't understand. We've defamed him. We've cheated on him. We've committed adultery. We've broken his Ten Commandments. We've behaved in ways that was unbecoming to God. We've dishonored and disrespected other men and women of God. We've stayed around the hierarchy the ones that aren't even saved. But God assigned you to them to say that one day, one day, one day, that leader is going to honor God. One day, one day, one day, that husband, that wife, that son, that daughter, they're going to honor God. One day, they're going to respect God. And they won't think that honor and respect is just a good idea. And some of you don't understand that, but let me tell you what I mean by that. I've watched people in the D.C. area, the Maryland area, and definitely the Chicago area treat traffic lights they're a good idea. They don't stop for them, and they may just pause and still go around the next person. So they treat them like they're a good idea. How many of you are treating your mother? Like they're a good idea How many are you are treating uh, That loved one Like they're a good idea Well there's some of you that are in Common law relationships Because you think that person's a good idea You won't commit Because they're a good idea Well God's going to show you How that good idea after you go to that place that you think's greener, God's going to show you how somebody else knows that they're a good idea because they're going to treat them the way they're supposed to be treated. So if you've been cheating on God, if you've been thinking the grass is greener on the other side, that temporal thing, on today, the kings, the queens, the leaders, that God has called you to honor and respect and love that you're rejecting. Like we rejected his only begotten son who was crucified for us, who was booed by the very people he came to save in their own opinion, their own pride, their own arrogance, their own ignorance, their own submission to the devil, their own subversion to dishonor and and disrespect and not giving God the glory that he deserves and not giving the person the respect and the honor that they deserve. Every mother on today, God said, with loving kindness has he drawn you. God says he's going to give you beauty for ashes. 
God said he's going to give you the love, the kindness, the mercy, the gracious grace that you need. He says, stop looking at the traffic light. Stop looking at the traffic sign like it's a good idea. And know that God is going to bring you love that lives inside you that's never lived inside you before on today. You are one of God's assets, and he is your father. The DNA has been tested. God is your father. So welcome Jesus Christ into your life. Tell him to come on in, and you're going to give him all the glory and all the praise. Remind him. How Psalms 19 and 14 declares, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my firm and movable rock and my redeemer. And some of you take that same thing and tell that person that you made the vow to that you would honor them and you would respect them and that you would be with them until death do your part. There's other words, but I'm saying just, just take those vows that you made to them and tell God, God, I'm sorry. The vow that I made to my current spouse or whoever, but it didn't say until my heart was hardened until I looked and I saw grass that I thought was greener on the other side. But it said, God, till death do you part. This is not about a spiritual death or a natural death. It's about them both. So are you accepting what God has given you, the gift that God has given you in the person? And not only the gift, I know it's going to wreck some of y'all, but you're going to get over it, but the shortcomings, those things that they do that get on your last night, mm-hmm. God is using them to make you a better lover. Because, see, we're talking about agape love. We ain't talking about dropping like it's how picking it up when it's cold. Agape love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. Yes, even when they get on what you call your last night. God is showing you patience. He's perfecting it in you. Mm -hmm. God is showing you true love. He's perfecting it in you. God is showing you with loving kindness. God is showing you true honor and true respect. Mm Mm-hmm. Many of us think we know, but on today, God is letting you know. I'm showing you what true agape love is. Every time we disrespected God, he still loved us. Every time we said, "Uh uh-huh, I'll be back in a minute, Lord. I'm going to go over here and do and say this certain things. I know you'll forgive me. Uh Uh-huh, taking this love and this forgiveness for granted. God wants you to know he's never turned you away. 
He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Man will, but God won't. Because remember, rejection and acceptance is a part of life. If it's a part of Jesus' life, why in the world would you think you're an exception? Jesus laid down his life for the very people that reject him. Why? Because he accepted them. Are you ready to accept Jesus? Are you ready to accept him? Not that you deserve it. Not that you deserve him. But because of the mercy and forgiveness of God, abundance and grace, he said, even in all of your self-righteousness, that is worthless. <laughs> you know, he said it's filthy rags. As a sinner, he said he loves you. So whether that person has rejected you right there in your home or from the north, the south, the east, or the west, you're in good company. Well, where some of us forget that somebody said this or didn't do this, Jesus was flogged and whipped, cried so till in the garden he, uh, his tears were and sweat was like blood. And sometimes the people that are rejecting you, you feel like you're on that whipping post. You feel like you're in that garden of Gethsemane. But remember, even in the desert, not only did Jesus remember the word of God, he recited the correct word of God while the enemy tried to deceive him. And every time, every time, every time he got to his lowest moment, God sent the angels to minister to him. So on today, God is using this word to minister to you. The angels of a God are saying, be encouraged, for Jesus has accepted you. Be encouraged that God knows that he can trust you. Be encouraged that you're in good company, no matter what it feels like. Be encouraged, whether you're feeling accepted or rejected, you're still in good company with Jesus. Be encouraged to know that God is going to teach the people how to respect you and honor you. God's going to teach the people how to love you instead of infringing on your very rights. Some of it is because of racism and sexism. Some of it is because of microaggressions. Some of it is because they thought the red light or the green light or whatever light was just a good idea. And the punishment penalty that should be what God has said it will be, God's going to show them you are not just a figurehead like the king and queen of England that was booed. You weren't just a good idea or something else like that stop sign or that traffic light. But you're who God created you to be, a mother that sometimes feels rejected. A mother that sometimes feels dishonored. A mother that sometimes feels a mother that sometimes feels a bad. 
a person that wanted to be a mother whose womb, God, did not allow them to birth a child from their body, but their mother to their nieces and their nephews and their cousins and strangers in the church. Uh-huh. You felt rejected, but you were a mother all the time. So accept on today that although you may feel like you're just a figurehead, like the king and the queen of England that was booed, on today, God honors you. On today, God respects you. On today, God loves you. And guess what? It's not just today because remember, God is not bound by time. So a day to him is but a thousand years. So will you live to be a thousand years old? Why do I ask you that? Because that's how much God loves you. So if you haven't heard anything else today, know that you're in good company, whether you feel accepted or rejected. Amen. That's all I have. I'll turn it over to you, Minister Sylvia. Thank you, Lord, for the subject of honoring, celebrating, and saying thank you to the mothers. God, I thank it. Thank you that you gave me an opportunity to be a mother. I thank you that you gave me wisdom of how to be a mother. I thank you that you gave me the mind that when you allowed me to have a king, to have a son that I knew to offer him back, dedicate him back to you at the beginning of his life, to ask you for wisdom of how to bring up this child in this world that we're living in. God, I thank you for the opportunity to hear the woman of God say to go back and remember to go back and think about, to go back and honor and respect a vow that was made. God, I thank you for the opportunity that the listeners today and in the archive have to hear your word come across the airways that said, I haven't forgot about you. I said it was an honor to be a mother that God never said it was going to be honorable every day to be received as the mother of the child, the mother of the children, or just being the mother of a man's child. God, we just thank you for knowing that today was set aside, that it was especially made on purpose, which a mother is a mother every day and should be celebrated, but that the world could come together to celebrate the birth moms, the adopted moms, the stepmoms, the grandmoms, the mother figure, the aunt mom. God, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us that time and for us to be able to step up and say, God, we thank you for our mom. So the lines are open. Is there anyone at this time would like to say anything about their mom? The lines are open. Please speak now. 
I just, this is Cecilia. I want to thank God for the mother that he gave me. Um, Lula, she was not only a good cook, she was a wise woman, and she was definitely an exemplary wife with all of the things that she did and dealt with, and um, she helped a lot of women that were mothers and spouses, and I just thank God for my mom. I can truly say I would not have traded her for anyone. She showed me so much, and I'm still gleaning from it today. So, Mom in heaven, thank you, and God, you get all the glory for giving her to me as a mom. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you for that. Is there anyone else? Okay, well, I'm going to piggyback on what Apostle just said about our mother. Our mother was also, uh, she taught us how to laugh. She taught us how to be fun, but at the same time to be stern. She taught us how to be a mother and not a friend. It's a season for friendliness, but that came many years later but still with the respect of knowing she was our mom. She used to tell us um, when we was growing up, she said, please don't bring nobody up in here that you tell my, <laughs> you all going to have a baby by or get married to. She said, because when you look at him, think of the children. She said, please, because I don't want you bringing a child up in here. And I'd be like, whose baby is that? Uh, she taught us how to just be able to relate to her because she did it with fun. She did it with love. She did it with kindness. She taught us that uh, a woman shouldn't get so caught up in herself that when things doesn't work out with her and the child's father or the children's father, they just jump up and go grab a man. She said, be mindful of who you bring in around your children. Don't let, let your kids always see a different uncle coming in and a new uncle coming in. Because I ain't trying to hurt nobody's feelings. I'm, listen, hear me out before I let me finish. Because you don't want no any and everybody over your children. You know, you don't want them over your children because you don't know how they will treat your children. She, she taught us that. You know, so a lot of things, like Apostle said, we may not have understood, but our mom was a wise mother. She taught us that. She said, I made a vow. And before, and when I made this vow, this vow wasn't just for me. It was for us. This is your dad. This is your father. So we are going to act as such. She's kept it separated. Our mother did not bring us into adult situations as children, and that was a wise woman. So, again, I'm going to ask if anybody else on the line would like to speak at this time. The lines are open. Okay, well, we thank you all for joining us on this Sunday morning for Smile 3E Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, We will be back tomorrow night. 
at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be the minister, Minister Sylvia Kaiser for Minister Margot McCoy while she's in um, recovery. Also, if you come back on Friday night, I will be your speaker um, at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Smile Through E-Iron Sharpening Iron. And if you come back next Sunday morning, Apostle like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser will be your speaker for that morning of Sunday. It will be at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please support our ministry. This is the anointed ministry of God. We love you all with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You all don't forget, your mother is your mother every day. Celebrate her while she's here. Celebrate her with flowers and gifts and time while she's here. Because take it from me and apostle-elect, when the mother is gone on to glory or your mom is no longer here with you, you're going to think about the good times. You're going to think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And you'll think about if she was here right now, we would be making plans to do this, making plans to do that. But what we did with our mom, she always made plans that when we went out, she wanted people to know she was with her daughters, that when she shopped for herself, she bought dresses for us to dress and look like her. All from the scarf on our neck to the shoes on our feet, we dressed and looked like our mom, and it was a privilege for us to do that. And I'm saying that to say, when your mother identifies with you, you should identify with your mom. So I turn it back over to Apostle Elect for her closing remarks. Amen. Just want to give this final shout out again to, um, I'm just going to call him that, Minister Stan, um, for honoring the mother in my sister, for honoring the mother in Stanley Jr.'s um um, you know, mom, and for even honoring the mother uh, of Brandon, but definitely thank you for honoring the mother of Minister Sylvia Kaiser, and I honor you, uh, my sister, uh, and happy Mother's Day. And to every mother, um, Elder Tony, to uh, Dr. Wright, to Minister Mongo, to every mother that's associated with uh, Smile3E, to every mother all over the whole wide world, whether you're being acknowledged as a mother, because some are surrogates and things of that sort, happy Mother's Day. And to God, I honor him. I give him all the glory and all the praise for what he's doing in our lives. And God, for you to remind us that being rejected, and being accepted is a part of life. God, that's a, that, that is a deep lesson. And I know you're still perfecting it in us, so thank you for that lesson. I honor you, God, and I glorify you. So until tomorrow.
when it's Iron Sharpening Iron with Minister Sylvia and also uh, those that will be joining on the line, whether it's Facebook Live, I look forward to hearing the Word of God. And every mother, happy Mother's Day. Bye-bye.